What's up? And welcome to episode 29 of With Their Forces Combined, a D&D play podcast about three elephant people avenging their dear uncle Jim Withers. You're listening to With Their Forces Combined. Combined. With Alex Karagatsanis as your DM. And Andrew Karagatsanis playing... Bubba Porkchop, Corey Gray playing Dumplum Tuscanza, and Tom Rideout as Quapington Smith. God damn it, as I was saying. Last week, the Elafellas went to Tales of Ales to sort some shit out with Athro. They found him wearing a ruby necklace, and he was acting kind of strange. They fought him, pinned him to the ground, and removed the necklace. You guys took the necklace off of Athro. You discussed for a minute. Athro is currently lying face down on the ground with the immovable rod <laughs> pinning him to the ground. I forgot about that. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> like I said last time, guys, I'm pretty sure it's just a statement piece. <laughs> you know that's not going to be in the actual episode God damn <laughs> try the lasagna I'll be here all week well, I think Athro was like being influenced by this necklace thing maybe we should remove the immovable rod from his back hmm. that does seem like maybe okay I mean on one hand Athro yes I suppose I do it. I just think it clearly wasn't him that was attacking us, is all. Uh, he did attack me after I took the necklace off of him. Well, I mean, you deserved it a little bit, didn't you? I took. <laughs> all I did was take the necklace off. You're the ones attacking him. All I did was remove the thing that you're claiming was harming him. I don't know. It looks pretty valuable. Maybe he's. Uh... Bubba. Bubba, I'm, I'm sorry. It was. It must have been a hangover from the necklace. Uh, I'm sorry, Athra. I'm gonna have to stop you right there. Um, I I would like Dumplump to finish his sentence. <laughs> well, you know, it has a big ruby in it. Rubies are valuable, right? Yeah. Okay. But, so it was valuable. So what? So you stole it from him. <laughs> oh, oh, I understand. Okay. To be fair, given that we also seem to have liberated his consciousness from foul forces. I would argue, if anything, he's purchased our services with this ruby. It's retroactive payment, is how I see it. I don't. I don't really want to take that ruby home. Why? I, I wouldn't touch it. That's all. Well, obviously, we get either Jesus or Bach to touch it. We're not going to just pick it up ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> what are we idiots? But you We're know, that's the people that work for us to. Touch but that's it. but that's technically a deception because even though like Plumbington would do that, like he was thinking about picking it up himself. Okay, so that's a sixteen, I think. Uh, you guys can choose to like no auto believe him. Very, or... Yeah, that sounds very. Oh, so it's only a fifteen though, actually. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Arthur says, "Boys, that that wasn't you. You don't want to. You don't want to do anything with that necklace." All I want to do is find this person you were talking about that gave it to you. Yes, he, uh, if you find him, you'll deal a serious blow to whoever's behind all this. I will say, 
contained in the, in that necklace is a demon of great power. How do you know? How do you know this? He was inside my mind. He took control of my body. This is this is exactly what Jim always used to say to me. He always used to say, "Athro, you're you're a good guy, but you just get you're just a little bit dumb, <laughs> and you get taken advantage of." I don't know if I buy that. Yeah, this sounds suspicious <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Athro getting taken advantage of the guy who always needs things. I don't know. Let's EDH, boys. We need to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> One moment, Athro. We need to have a word. Yeah, for for the record, it wasn't like a direct quote. That that isn't like a Jim quote, but that's generally the the idea no, of what he said. No sudden movements now. And I I go to huddle with my cousin. Um, what what are what do we do from here? I don't even know where to begin. All we have is this necklace. Yes, we need to figure out how to get the demon out so we can sell it for its full value. <laughs> oh, Plobbington. Well, I think we just need to find a lesser valued gem. To contain the demon. Hmm. And then we can sell it. Because we don't want the demon running loose. That is an excellent idea. <laughs> okay, okay. I think we're getting a bit off topic here, gentlemen. <laughs> Jellifentamen. We discussed it was gentlefence. Yeah, it is gentlefence, that's true. Or Elephellas <laughs> as well. The Elephellas, yeah. I, I use I use Elephellas quite a bit. Do we have like a large chunk of amethyst, maybe, or like quartz? <laughs> mm, yes, much less valuable amethyst and quartz. Uh, hold is... on, hold on, hold on. How does Dumplump know different values of different gemstones? Well, quartz is clear, so like obviously it's less valued than a bright red gem. Right. Try, just, <laughs> just try to just roll, like, just like diamonds. Just try to roll your nature to justify it. <laughs> Oh, true, the, yeah. The nature, the nature, the nature of gemstones and geology. Yeah, I didn't mean to call you out. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> curious. I, I was. Yeah. All right, that's a nat one. So he's clearly going with the the color difference. <laughs> okay, cool. No, not knowing about <laughs> just, diamonds. Yeah, just running with Bubba actually saying say, it's heavy. <laughs> Does Bubba actually say something about diamonds? Yeah, just like those useless diamonds. Now, exactly. What I think we should do. Uh, <laughs> gentle gentle fence. fence what i think we should do my cousins is uh put this thing in a safe place and maybe bring it to arona and see if she to our meeting with arona tomorrow and see if maybe she knows what to do with this hmm so you're saying maybe arona has diamonds or amethyst oh, that makes <laughs> sense she is a, a lady of nature yes that's exactly what i'm saying all right good thinking i agree i rolled a 10 i love I love that this is a classic case of Bubba just like using Plombington's circular thinking to like <laughs> manipulate him poorly. Him. Yeah, exactly. But I think at the meantime, we should all get some rest. And I would even suggest to my cousins that we take the secret passage. Might as well. Yeah, I think that's best, especially if we're carrying the evil demon, Ruby. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, agreed. I'm going to pick it up with my mage hand. Now, fellas, I would just be very careful of that. Uh, why don't Why don't we all take a vote? Uh, everyone here, raise your hand if you were possessed by the demon in this necklace. 
Athero raises his hand. Just to be, like, even more of a dick about it, Plompton goes to raise his hand and goes, Oh, oh, wait, oh, possessed by a demon? Oh, no, I misheard you. That one was, that one was just Athro. And I just dagger <laughs> eye at him. I, I understand that this is, uh, that this is a dangerous necklace. Thank you, Athro. Wait, Boba, shouldn't you be raising your hand also? <laughs> I was not possessed. I was just hearing voices. Or just, like, slightly raising it at least. I'm slightly raising my mage hand, uh, and it flips off Dumplow. <laughs> Boys, look, I'm sorry that I attacked you. I swore an oath to your uncle before he died that if your grandmother or any of you were to ever travel to Agape, I would protect you with my life. And I have done the complete opposite of that. But I promise that it was my grief at Diara's death and the perceived kindness of a stranger that drove me to accept this necklace. I, obviously, at the time, I had no idea of its capabilities or its power. But I just need you to know that I am truly sorry. And I know that I can be a little thick, a little bold, but maybe maybe this will help. Your uncle made this for me. And he hands Plompington his Warhammer. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> after after the heartfelt apology, the beautiful apology, Plunge says, "Yeah, I'll take it." Because he was about to not accept the apology, and then he was like, "Here's the warhammer you've always wanted," and so immediately it was like, "Well, now he has to accept the apology, obviously." But but uh, yeah, he, he wouldn't do it like enthusiastically because he he was ready to like snub Athro, but he would kind of be like, "Ah, fuck, I did want that warhammer," and he he begrudgingly accepts it. Oh well, you know, Athro, mistakes happen. You know, uh, you have your bar, we have our cult investigation, and so I suppose you didn't really need this anyways. I'll just be taking it, but thank you still, thank you. Classic slimy plump. And then I go and pick up the light hammer that I threw last fight as well. Um, I go and, I go and gather that too, uh, as well. Um, but uh, he says to you, well. Plumington, you obviously know your uncle and uh, know that he made uh, one badass Warhammer, but there are some things that, that I need to tell you about this. So, the the demon possessing the necklace, it's just a bloodthirsty fucker in that necklace. He didn't want me to use the, the true powers of this Warhammer, but as you know your uncle would, he called this Warhammer the Iron Gym, and... Is that Jim with a G-Y-M or... Uh... It's gotta be J.I.M. No. Like, come on. No, it's, it's, <laughs> J- it's J.I.M. But, like, you know, Athro isn't, a, in, isn't in a position to be up on a high horse in anything right now, so he doesn't, like, put any sauce on that at all. Um, no, uh, no, don't worry. But, don't worry, Plompton. Plompton jumps in and goes, <laughs> obviously it's J.I.M. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> Good. I'm he can, he can tell this was Jim Withers was real words, obviously. If anything, Plumbington was like, wait a minute, he didn't say the big iron gym. Ah, to be fair, it doesn't require two hands, and then he kind of nods and accepts it. So, you can throw this Warhammer and recall it on the words, Jim Withers. So if you throw this Warhammer and then shout the words, Jim Withers, it will return to your grab. Hmm, well, obviously it would be 
disrespectful to just shout Jim Withers in vain, but perhaps if I quote Jim Withers every <laughs> time I throw the hammer, that would work out without any accidental ancestor blasphemy. Plumbington, if you just so if you want to know, it's a plus two attack cool. Warhammer, uh, throwable, and as a bonus action, you can recall on uh, the words Jim Withers. Now look, fellas, I uh, I know you have little reason to trust me, but know that I am extremely sorry and simply a little too dim-witted for my own good. The Thunderfists have elected me their representative for the council until such time as we can properly elect someone. So know that the full power of the Thunderfists is behind you in whatever course you decide to take. Hmm, well in that case, you'll, you may find yourself in danger given that that's what seems to keep happening to council members. Here, let me give you a gift as well, Athro. And I give him my similar but less good Warhammer uh, that, <laughs> that Jesus made. And I say, uh, here, it's very similar to yours, but uh, inferior in technically every way, but you'll enjoy it. It's good enough for you. It's very bold. His eyes light up at the word bold. <laughs> nice. Marketing successful. <laughs> uh, and if you're interested in any other fighting wares... Um, you could pop on by heavy metal weapon. Oh no, what did we call it? Oh, oh fuck, we renamed it something, but I forget. I think you did, but I cannot remember what it is. Probably like Withers Weapons or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But hop on by Jim Withers Weapons. <laughs> There's a listener right now who's being like, I listened to this two seconds ago. It's this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we just renamed it to Jim Withers Weapons. We're the owners. We do what we want. Or continued the name. <laughs> I would not be surprised if it was already called Jim Withers Weapons. <laughs> and we're just exposing how dumb we are. <laughs> or you'll just hear me in post be like... <laughs> just shittily cut it in. Jim's Weapons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's my voice. Yeah, blatant pause yeah. and then somebody else talking. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> So now it's going to be something totally different just to mess with us. <laughs> Goblin darts. Wiener weapons. Yeah, the butthead shop. And then it just goes back to our voice. <laughs> oh, classic sorry voice. We got to rename it. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be the butthead shop now. Hell yeah. Well, Athro, thanks. Uh, thanks for looking out for us. It seems, uh, it seems you have the best of intentions. And I put my hand on his shoulder, and I start walking up the stairs. It's true, Athro, you're better than I thought. And then I go to leave as well. <laughs> I give him a little wave. <laughs> uh, you notice that Athro was, like, waiting for you to say something as well, but then, like, when you waved, he looked, like, kind of dejected. And he does, uh, as you guys leave, you, you do notice that he does, like, sit down and just sort of, it, it just seems sad. Seems a little sad. He's sad. Oh, man. I feel bad. Hmm. I guess all his friends are dead. That's a little bit sad. Athro? Yeah? Do you want to come sleep at the forge tonight? Uh, I couldn't impose that on, on you. It's okay. Jesus prince. will build you a bed. Yeah, and if he, he doesn't, doesn't you can sleep in his bed. Yeah. It's true. That would be appropriate <laughs> punishment if he didn't build Athro a bed. 
Oh, fellas, that's awful nice of you. Yeah, absolutely, I will take you up on that. Should we... Should we take the secret passage? I think that's best. And uh, he joins you, walks upstairs into the bar, locks the front door, turns off all the lights. And by that, I mean, like, blows out all the candles and uh, opens the door in his office. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still carrying this necklace, by the way. I don't know if you caught that with my mage hand. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And uh, you notice that Athro is keeping, like, a solid distance from that. Mm-hmm. And you do actually, Bubba, uh, roll me a wisdom saving throw. Um, oh, I get Corey's bonus to that too, though, right? Yeah, you yep. get a plus two. Plus two, so it's a 13. Yeah, okay. So you can still hear the like subtle ministrations or manipulations or uh, whispers of of this thing, but they seem like distant and far away, and you seem... Like, you think you have control over this while you're holding it in your mage hand? I can quit any time I want. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of quitting any time you want, mage hand... Is mage hand a cantrip? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you guys... Uh, it takes about two hours to walk back to the shop. If you guys are just walking back into the upstairs and then back downstairs, then... Well, is that true? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're just going to bed when we get back. Uh, I might even... I, I think I'd leave the gem in the conspiracy room. Yeah, somewhere. good idea. That's a good idea. Wait, or is it? Because then the necklace might be able to like look at Jim with his conspiracies. I don't know how it works, right? Yeah, I'd put it in like some sort of a box in that room. Uh, like maybe just leaving that room in t- into down the tunnel. Even okay. in a box would be fine with Plompington. Because I don't think and I would I, actually I'd, be thinking it through. Like, I think Plompington would more just like, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't want to just put it on the table. It would be like... Right. I, I'd put it in a box and I'm gonna, and I'd, I'd lock it up too. Nice, nice. I like that. With a key that's marked uh, door. Not demon. <laughs> <laughs> actually, no, the key's marked show me only demon. You go through the. You really didn't like that one, eh? You go through all the keys that, that are uh, alphabetized, and uh, you move past demon and onto door, and uh, you lock up the. I don't know why, why you can choose the the key. Well, oh no, because there's locks associated with each key, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, and you lock up. Is it just like a regular wooden box? There's yes. obviously like. Lots of wooden boxes lying around. But then I'm lightly scratching another box, demon poison as well, just to just to really keep them, you know, on their toes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I if I'd think enough about this. I'm wondering if. I guess I'd consult Dumplump. Dumplump. Yes. <laughs> You're like a, yes. a a perpetrator of uh, good and evil and um you know fighting demons and all that uh, is this something that i should maybe learn a little bit more about well first thing i'm not a <laughs> i am not a perpetrator of evil as you accuse me of i uh, sorry <laughs> I, accuse is a little strong wow that was very rude oh keep scratching into the box plopping <laughs> uh but uh I mean, if you if you, evil forces are nothing to be uh, trifled with, I mean, I, I, 
I think I think it's it's wise to learn as much as you can about them. I I only hesitate because I might it might kill me. I mean, none of my studies hurt me in the slightest, so I don't know what you have in mind for this. Uh, I have to hold the object to cast my spell. Will you be there to heal me afterwards? Oh yes, of course. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, and I'm gonna cast identify on this object. Ah, oh, man, I don't even know that I can do this. I still think I would just die. Because it's casting time a minute, which means ten rounds of whatever psychic damage. Maybe do it in the morning. After a good rest. I would be able to help you a little bit more after a, a good night's sleep, for sure. Yeah, okay. Maybe let's study it in the morning. I'm just a little... I'm a little anxious about leaving it by itself down here. But I, I don't want it anywhere that... Uh, Bach could get his hands on it. I'm a little worried about uh, his fragile mind. Um, and after trifling with this, I will put it in the box marked Demon Poison. Lock yeah, it with so, our key. So they think it's poisonous. <laughs> it's the perfect plan. Uh, leave it uh, basically on the way out the door into the tunnel, but still in the conspiracy room. Okay. And up we go. And down we go. Uh, okay so you guys walk up the stairs back into Jim Weathers' office and as you walk down the stairs you notice that Jesus is at the forge oh damn Jesus would you look at the time it's 847 (laughs) thank you it's bedtime as in time for you to build another bed Jesus (laughs) (laughs) and then i shoot athro a wink uh athro athro kind of laughs like weakly like he did enjoy your joke but there's clearly other things going on in his brain so jesus is at the forge he's got it running full steam if you will no it's not steam i'm just saying and uh you say uh it's bedtime and jesus is sort of like well absolutely i can do that for you no problem at all is something troubling you my friend we uh we had an interesting customer in today Uh, i just didn't like the the cut of his jib well what kind of jib did he have and why was it cut funny i'd love to tell you i don't uh just let me quickly look up the definition of jib (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's like a sailing thing that's why i'm going with it yeah i looked it's multiple things but one of them is a type of sail if his jib is not in a true triangular shape that could lead to the vessel turning in the wrong direction that's very concerning jesus that's uh that's exactly what i meant uh his 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 sail was was a little bit funny looking, and and I didn't know whether to trust him. It's the one that goes in front of the foremast. That's the <laughs> that's the most forward of all the sails. And you know what Jim Withers always well, you didn't know Jim Withers, but he used to always say, "Always put your best sail forward." Right. I didn't know Jim Withers. I want to insight that because he because he answered only because he answered very suspiciously. I want to insight that. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. That's a 15, I think. Yeah, 15. You you don't think he's telling the truth? I keep this to myself, but I definitely intend to tell my cousins later. 
cool. Yeah, he said he needed a ship repaired, uh, and he came in with with a a small sailing ship. It's it's just out in the uh, on the docks right now because I, I you know I'm I'm working on this uh, this large vessel you can see here. But how, there was something about him that I I didn't quite uh, didn't quite like. Hmm. It's hard to explain. I I know I'm uh, I'm not doing a very good job right now, but wow. the 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 ship didn't seem to have too much wrong with it, and he was just uh, just bringing it in, you know, for a for a general repair, which is not something you see very often in in Agape. Hmm. You're right. That is suspicious. Preemptive maintenance. I never trust it. <laughs> Why would you fix something until it's already gone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> if anything i like to, I, I temporarily forget about jesus's sp- suspicious behavior because this guy sounds so suspicious to plompton <laughs> uh he also didn't give a name and paid upfront in cash which seemed weird oh well you know maybe he had his reasons well how else would he have paid oh you meant the up the upfront part was weird is that what you meant isn't it shop policy that we require names and upfront payment from everybody? That's why I 180'd back. Now I'm like, I like this guy again. He, he followed our <laughs> policy that everyone else complains about and calls us unreasonable. <laughs> we ask we ask for half upfront. We don't ask for the full payment. That's probably true. That's probably true. Yeah, I'm following the uh, the guidelines that Master Plumington set out for me, which was uh, half upfront and then the other half plus 5% extra. Uh, when when the product is delivered, and you know, I I took the job, but he was the first one I've I've had since you you guys hired me, where he he didn't provide a name. I thought that was weird, but then he said he would give me an extra twenty five percent with the finished product, so it seemed like too good of a deal to ignore. No, that's fair. The no name clause is it's not written in there, but it's a bit of a bit of an unwritten rule, really. I should I should add it in. Does not require a name. I thought you were going to say that it was worth the extra 20% profit. <laughs> no, no, exactly. That's what he's doing now. Does not require a name as long as they offer to pay at least a 20% no-name surcharge. And I add that to our list of shop rules. You're officially welcoming in uh, <laughs> criminals and people who have stolen boats and just want to get when- a facelift. When you say this is right where I've gotten to where I was about to write 20%, and I'm like, good, good point, 30%. And then I turn to Jesus, and I don't say anything, but I just, like, lightly shake my head a little bit. 30% is the appropriate. Do you say 30% out loud, though? Yeah, I do say 30% out loud. Oh, uh, well, I'll I'll be sure to uh, amend that the next time I uh, have a customer. Oh, no. Don't worry, Jesus. I'm happy that he apologized preemptively, so that now I'm now I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, Jesus, did this guy ask any like weird questions or snoop around the shop at all while he was here? Because that's extra. He did meander around the shop as he was asking me questions. Again, I just sort of got a um, a vibe from him that I didn't quite like. But uh, in the end, I, I sent him on his way. He he sort of took a look at the stockpile of locks and their various. Um, names and wandered quite close to the safe which uh you know Bach and I were on guard and of course we we stole all our gold in the, in the safe now and, and don't leave it in a pile anymore 
Um, <laughs> good work, good work. You're learning. Always improving. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he left quite quickly, but he did ask some questions about Jim Withers, was it? Yes, Jim Withers. Great man. And, uh, Great elephant. Hold on. Great uh, gentleman. Can all you guys roll insight? Yeah, sure. 17. That one. Uh, 13. Yeah, so Plumington, again, you feel like he put an extra sauce on wi- the withers, was it? <laughs> For some reason. Oh, I don't know, Jesus. I don't know. Uh, what What did uh, this person look like, Jesus? Uh, well, it was an elf. He was about... Uh, Eyes narrow. About, about <laughs> six feet. Slender. Green eyes. And he was wearing a long green robe, which had markings of Althea's tower on it. I mean, by that I mean, you know, it was a, a bunch of people in a bunch of different sex positions. Hmm. Green. The very color of evil. I don't know. Oh, no, that's that's Edvy Ploppington. It can be both. It can be both. <laughs> I don't know. That ruby was pretty evil, I think, and that's red. Uh, <laughs> and it's the most valuable because it's red. Does, he, does evil have a consistent color? <laughs> red and green, the colors of evil. <laughs> and orange <laughs> as well. Those are the three most evil of the colors. I, th- I think Alex was making a Christmas joke. Yeah, but then I was remembering the tigers were orange, so I was out of oh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I was bringing it back to, to reality. Uh, don't, yeah, don't it's, worry, it's don't a reality. Worry. Exactly. Shut up, reality. <laughs> I, was, I was making it grounded again. It was, it was getting a little silly, so I thought I'd none bring it back this, to Earth. None of this fancy Christmas shit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's bring it back. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to the evil colors. <laughs> the three on stuff. Orange and black. <laughs> um... I don't know about you guys, but fighting old Athro here uh, kicked my ass. I, I I gotta get to bed. But well, I think that since this guy was snooping at the locks a little bit, should we take some time and change the locks around? You know, kind of hmm. shuffle them up, maybe change some labels. That might be a good idea. We we did make a deal uh, to always lock the doors, and if the locks are compromised. I mean, sure, it would be Jesus' fault, but we should still fix it before it becomes and, a problem. And maybe we should check out his boat. Oh, yeah, because it's still here, isn't it? Yeah, it's outside. Or at the very least, give it the old uh, detection of evil and good. Uh, <laughs> now, um, Bubba, I just wanted to tell you, uh, Athro pipes up, You you did say it was... It was difficult fighting me, and I I just wanted to let you know that it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn here, but the demon, the the entire time we were fighting, the demon did want to, to transform, to, to, to take over my my body. And I, the only reason I, I bring this up is not to suck my own dick, as it were, but it's just to tell you that that demon is m- much more powerful than old Athra. Well, I, I was ju- I was just saying I gotta go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. I just thought it would be pertinent. So, I, well, well, anyways, I, I, I put myself in a in a vulnerable position because I figured that you wouldn't be hurting us, Athro. I I don't intend on doing that if we ever come across this Rakshana or whatever demons in that. Now, I I can tell you that. Uh, 
It was not Roxana in in this necklace. Do you know their name? Yes, he whispered it to me many times. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> I don't know. I need a demon name now. Uh, <laughs> many times. You, you can guarantee I'm going to leave that in, by the way. <laughs> you say many times and then... I don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> I, w- I would know it in my sleep. <laughs> Marsden with two uh, Z's. That's a, that's a Red Dead Redemption lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, really? It was a James Marsden reference for me. Um, okay, let's let's change it. Um, <laughs> um, fuck me. I'm normally better at this. Beelzebub. <laughs> oh, Bob Beetle. Satan, <laughs> if that is his real name. <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Louis Satan. He <laughs> just came up with 14 perfectly good names. What are you still thinking about? It was Louis. <laughs> Louis Satan. <laughs> how, do you, how do you spell that? Uh, L... O I space C E T T A N Louis Satan. It looks more like Loy, but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. I guess you only heard him say it. I mean, do you speak infernal? Because <laughs> old Athro certainly doesn't. So how did you hear him whispering your names and the what? <laughs> I'm just spelling it phonetically, okay? This is what he said. I think you should go get some rest, Athro. That's probably a good idea. Thank you. Before you go to bed, uh, that elf guy that Jesus was describing, does he sound familiar to you at all? Good thought, Dumplup. Thank you. (laughs) Well, there's... I mean, I can't imagine why it would be Althea's right-hand man Asmar but it sounds like Asmar well I mean considering that you were just possessed by a demon not but 20 minutes ago I I think that's um, not that outrageous a thought and on top of that Asmar is the one that signed the letter that told us not to go to the meeting so I, I think very likely it's Asmar and whether or not Asmar is possessed um it sucks to my Asmar. Well, I, d- I didn't know much of that, so I feel like it's reasonable for me to make the assumptions that I made. <laughs> but I think you're right, Bubba. I think I think sleep is sleep is in order. I mean, you knew you were possessed. Yeah, no, but he didn't know about Asmar. Right, but if he was possessed, you could assume anyone could be possessed. I don't know, only one and a half out of four people in this room have been possessed so far. <laughs> one out of half one and a half out of six. Yeah, actually hold on. I I'm gonna roll a die here. Oh god, he's box, possessed. Box there too and I mean Clarence, so really one and a half out of six and a half. <laughs> Wait, is Clarence half a person? Yeah, is that rude? <laughs> it's pretty rude. I don't know, I feel like he might be like half person, half door. <laughs> ah, are you half elephant, half person? Are you half elephant, half door, Dumbo? <laughs> uh, he hasn't looked at his family tree in a long time, so possibly. <laughs> I, uh, I, <laughs> they they have really nice trunks, 
I am going to. Um, I'm gonna go ahead, uh, head, and check out this boat before I go to bed. You guys want to come with? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna follow. I was gonna do that anyways. So if you're doing that first, I would do that with. Sweet. Okay, so you guys head out of the uh, back door and loop around to the front of the building uh, because you know the the like garage door is is closed for the evening and the, I mean it's only a water entrance that it's like a boathouse kind of thing. So you walk around and out to the dock in front of uh, Jim Withers' shop. And that was me trying to remember the exact verbiage of holistic ship repair. <laughs> um, anyways, you guys walk down the dock and see this smaller boat. There's there's another large boat that seems to be done its repairs, uh, but there is a small boat with like a crudely made hole in the side of it. And I'll stop my cousins now too and say, guys, if, if this is Aspar, which it sounds like it is, uh, I... I think we should be careful. So just proceed with caution. I want to check the ledger for who's the bigger boat. What organization it belongs to. Uh, the larger boat? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Um, you check the ledger and it uh, it's actually a Thunderfist boat. Hmm, perfect. I think. Let's blow it up. <laughs> hmm. Well, let's think. If if Asmar wants to bring his boat here to try to infiltrate us, and I say this in Loxodon, of course. In fact, let's let's EDH. Perhaps this is the perfect time for one of those. Uh, well, I know Jim Withers said they were evil, but he said you know everything evil can be used for good in moderation. <laughs> this may be the perfect time for a false flag operation. We make it look like the Thunderfists took revenge by destroying his boat. Or the other way around. I guess it doesn't matter, as long as one of the boats sinks. Do we know how Diara died? Did we ask Athra that? I don't no. think so. Okay. We probably should have, actually. Well, he's still so here. Then, Let's go ask yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we can do that in the morning. I'm going to let him rest. Um, I, 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 I after don't Bubba goes to sleep, <laughs> I'm going to go ask him. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I, I don't think that we should be uh, planning any revenge missions uh, to... Like, I don't think we should be framing our friends. How about we say it like that? You're right. It's too late for revenge. But I kind of give Dumplump, like, a look. <laughs> I, I just kind of, like, <laughs> shake my head at him a little bit. We should all go to bed. Uh, I am going to roll insight on this one. Because <laughs> that doesn't sound like Plumpington. <laughs> I got a nat 20, so that's a 20. Yeah, you, you got it, man. You got it. <laughs> oh, man. I, it I'm, really didn't sound like Bloppington. It's too late for revenge. <laughs> yeah. It's true. That should be a disadvantage. Oh, no, sir. I'm rolling a second time. That has to be a disadvantage. There's no way that's a legit regular. Second one's a five. Yeah, I beat that. I got a 12. <laughs> no, more than that even. Uh, uh, 15. Uh, yeah, so you... <laughs> You uh, you understand that there's something up. You don't know exactly mm -hmm. what, but I'm I'm ignoring it for now anyway, <laughs> and I, I want to go inspect the boat. Just yeah, before you, just be... before you leave, though, I will I will also say or not leave because we're all there. I'll also say in Loxton. Also, I think Jesus knew Jim Withers before and is trying to hide it from us. I didn't want to say anything in front of him, but now that we're all speaking Loxton together, it, it seems like. <sighs> Jim had a lot of people in this city to look out for us, and 
I wonder if maybe he sent this Jesus fellow. Hmm. So you're saying that maybe Jim sent Jesus to watch over us. It makes sense. It makes sense. After all, he's never done us wrong yet. Apart from the one time he tried to rip us off from our hard-earned profits. But that was just a misunderstanding. More our fault, if anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I approach the boat. Uh, before he gets there, I'm going to try and sense if anything on this boat is a Celestial Fiend, Undead, or Consecrated, or Desecrated. Yeah, cool. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's 60 feet, right? Uh, yes. And how far are you guys from the boat right now? At the other boat currently. Right? I think I haven't approached yet. I'm still like kind of standing back from afar, just like thinking about it. Um, yeah, I, I assume you're... Well, if he's going ahead to do that, we what, within 30 feet, you'd say, Quir? Um, I'd walk up so that I'd be, like, as close to the edge as I could get, I guess. Or, or like, um, as close as I need to be to, like, encompass the full boat. Okay, cool. So, you know, for argument's sake, let's say you're 60 feet away or 50 feet away. Yeah, roughly that distance. But your divine sense does encompass the whole boat. Yeah, you get a very strong ping from somewhere below deck. Okay, before Bubba reaches the boat, I'm going to say to him, uh, in locks it on, uh, I'd be careful before going on there, Bubba. Uh, there's something strange down there. I'm not quite sure what it is, but just be careful if, if you go onto the boat. Do you tell me it's below deck, I guess? Uh, yeah, I, I think I might have said like under there or something, but yeah. Uh, and do you like? Do you get to outline creatures or whatever? How do, how does the divine sense work again? I was gonna ask that. I think too, it's just actually. number, or yes or no, or something. I thought, or maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I know the location of any of the things. Uh, you get one very concentrated ping, and it is below deck. Well, I think we need to check this out, right? What's the problem? There seems to be something below deck. What if? We try to sell the boat to Zoltan. <laughs> Say the original owner never returned for it. Plummet is just looking back and forth between the two of you waiting for someone to be like, that's the best huh? idea. Huh? <laughs> Kill three birds with one stone. I mean, do we light the boat on fire? Should I go inspect it? Should I inspect it magically? What do you think, Duplup? I don't know. Is is there any way you can tell exactly what it is below deck? My my, yeah. my magic isn't that powerful, but someone as such as yourself. I don't know. Um, and now, in an effort to show off to my cousin, I'm going to cast a third level clairvoyance. Okay. Nice. Um, I uh, create an invisible sensor within range in a location familiar to me or in an obvious location that is unfamiliar to you, such as behind a door around a corner. I'm going to pick below deck. Cool. Um, it remains in place for the duration. It can't be attacked or otherwise interacted with. Uh, when you cast a spell, you choose seeing or hearing. You can use the chosen sense uh, through the sensor as if you were in its space. I did this for the wake before. Um, and I can swap between the two as my action. So I am going to first choose seeing. And if I see anything, I'm going to swap to hear. Actually, I, either way, I'm going to swap to hearing afterwards. After I get a good yeah, look. Okay, so let's do let's do them one at a time. So you mm -hmm. cast clairvoyance and uh, below deck there um, seems to be very little, like it doesn't there's not any cargo or anything on the boat. Uh, 
except for, you know, just like random boat things. But on one of the shelves on the side of the boat is a chest. And that's really the only thing that sticks out to you. Okay. And I assume um, audibly I don't hear anything. Uh, Are you switching to? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So after you switch to hearing, you start hearing very similar whispers to what you heard when you were close to the gemstone necklace. Um, yeah, I, I guess I leave my... It's it's concentration up to 10 minutes. I, I, I'll leave it up, I guess, um, and continue listening. Um, and I'll relay to my cousins. There's, there's, there's a chest out there, and it, it whispers just like the necklace does. I, I think we should burn the boat. And it's like, uh, you know, you hear things like, Free us, Noah Power, put us on, and we will change your life forever. Hold on, hold on. It seems like this one might be good. It's saying it can change my life forever. I think we can safely add 0.1 to the number of people that have been possessed on this (laughs) dock. (laughs) And that is where we're going to end our session. (laughs) I still think we should sell it to Athro, and then we'll tell the Thunderfists that a shady merchant is trying to steal their boat. Well, my only reasoning for not wanting to burn it down is we have a reputation to uphold. That's why we need to blame it all on Zoltan and the Thunderfist. Hmm, that's interesting. <laughs> False flags! Like Jim Withers said, <laughs> evil for good is just a good man's good and is through evil. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> Therefore, it's not wrong. <laughs> You know, I heard a rumor that not only did Jesus lie about whether or not he knew Jim Withers, but he doesn't even work that hard. Wow, really? Whoa, now you take that back, you goddamn slanderer. Jesus may be a fool and a dreamer who's always taking his eye off the ball and trying to get walked to first like a coward, but I won't have you try to tell me that Jesus doesn't work harder than a horse who's just smoked his daily dose of the purest methamphetamine. Hold on, are we talking about like Jesus Khan or Jesus Russell or like Jesus Washington? I believe he was talking about the use of illegal street drugs, like the public menace he is. Law-abiding citizens should seek out legitimate treatments for any deficiencies of workplace productivity. Yeah, ask your doctor about Pervitin today. Yeah, right. As if I trust any drug that isn't manufactured within 120 yards of where I sleep. See? Riley gets it. This is an incredibly dangerous worldview you're promoting. Doctors are a key part of ensuring positive solutions for a healthy future. Are y'all listening to this madman? He's not even trying to hide it. First, they came for the storytellers. Then, they came for the anti-tea lobby. Then they came for the tiger poachers and the dwarves, and now they're coming for the indie medical scene. Whew. All right, I'm back. I assume I missed nothing important. Big Peace is trying to take down the indie medical scene now. Yeah, and it's also a little bit unclear whether the fish guy is supporting Nazi scientists or not. Of course, yeah. Both make perfect sense. You know, Tumblr wasn't actually a Nazi either. Once again, literally nobody asked. Now... Where was I? With Their Forces Combined is mixed and mastered by Crying Elephant Productions. Music by Corey Gray.